Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network, the author of Appointed, and a premier contributor for The Blaze. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hello, this is Autumn Miles with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you doing out there? Happy Sunday to you. Love you guys. I want to give you a, a just, a, you know, a little housekeeping thing. I am hearing from so many of you guys on a very regular basis. Um, first of all, thank you for listening. Um, it's really, it's fun. You know, it's a lot of work and preparation uh, for for these shows. But I'm telling you what, it is so fun. And I, I, every time I hear from you, um, man, it does something for my spirit. So thank you so much for reaching out to us. I, I want to just tell you if, if maybe you want to reach out to us and you haven't yet, because I do understand I'm talking into a mic. I don't see what's on the other side. Uh, you can email us at info at the Blush Network. We would absolutely love uh, to hear from you. Um, also, follow on along on social media. Um, my Facebook page is where I am the most active, Autumn Miles. We get, oh my goodness, so many messages every day, so many questions, so many at a girls, uh, you know, <laughs> we get theological questions. We get all sorts of stuff on that page. And I would just invite you to join in the conversation. You know, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people um, that are joining in every day. And um, we would love for that to be you. Thank you so much for listening, for following along. Thank you for encouraging me. Y'all encourage me so much. Um, it's it's really beautiful. Also, I wrote a book, believe it or not. <laughs> I'm actually writing my second book. Um, it's called Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. And um, this book was a labor of love for me. Uh, a lot of stuff that I went through have been through in my life up until 2013 um, are in this book. It was published in 2014. And, um, you know, we, we, I love it when people pick up this book, you can get it anywhere. Bookstores are sold. You, um, it's sold in all bookstores. Also, you can uh, look up appointedbook.com and you can order it from there. Also my website, autumnmiles.com. But um, it really talks about the fact that you are appointed for something, for something, and every time we sort of work towards our calling, we will 100% face a lot of trials of all sorts of kind, uh, all sorts. Um, you know, tenacity is something. A lot of people don't have tenacity these days. You know, they have tenacity for about 15 minutes. And we're going to actually talk about that today. And then they give up because it's too hard. You know, trials, faith. What do you do when your faith fails? Um, all of these things, you know, what's so appointed about your future? How can you look to your future with fresh eyes? All of these things are are in this book, Prayer. <laughs> prayer is becoming a dead language. I've said this for years. Prayer is literally the foundation for any sort of spiritual movement. I just, it can't happen apart from prayer. It can happen apart from us seeking the Lord and asking him to work on our behalf. It just, it just can't. I invite you to pick up the book, Appointed Your Future Starts Now. I would love to hear if you do. Today, we're going to talk about something that um, I'm kind of obsessed with. Do not quit. 
don't quit. Do not quit. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a mom of four, and so I'm awesome at talking uh, like a mama. And I'm just going to, can I just, can you just, for the next 20 minutes or so, can I just talk to you like a mama? Don't quit. I say this in love. You know, sometimes I'll hear myself speak and I'm like, ooh, I could have said that a little bit nicer. I really do love you. And I really, really do want God's best for you. But we cannot quit or we'll never figure out what that thing is is we have a culture that is surrounding us of people that are quitting and it's not just the millennials people these are middle-aged people these are younger than millennials people these are quitting is one of the biggest travesties i think in the church today this is what is happening um i want to help you out I really feel like God, and we use God. I want to talk about this. This is huge. Um, I really feel like God is telling me to help you out. Oh, wait, it's hard. It requires work. No, God told me to quit. (laughs) It's pretty funny because in the scripture, all throughout the scripture, the Bible says be strong and courageous. He doesn't say, go ahead and quit. It's okay, pumpkin. I know it's hard. Yeah, go ahead and quit. No, he says, power through with the faith of me. He says, believe in me and you will see victory. That's the whole theme of the Bible, not quitting, but we have a culture of people who quit on a regular basis. They're qu- quitting all sorts of things. Um, you know, ministry, of course, I'm in ministry, so I, get, I, get, I can't even tell you. So many people that are volunteering, I want to help you out. Oh, wait, it requires a meeting once a month? Never mind. It's too hard. I'm too busy. Marriages, people are quitting on marriages left and right. Oh, the, 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 the dream of the wedding is substantial. Um, I want this huge, amazing wedding. It's amazing how many people don't quit when they're engaged. Why? Because they're focused on the wedding and they want to have this amazing wedding. And then two months into their marriage, oh, wait, you forever, you flawed man, I have to live with you forever. Oh, I better quit because I could find something better. Let me tell you, the grass is, uh, is greener where God has put you, not on the other side. We have got to stop the quitting and pick up the sustainability and the power of the Lord to fight head on some of these trials that make us want to quit. How much more confident would you be if a trial came at you and you used your faith as a weapon rather than the um, option of quitting and you saw God do something so miraculous in your life And he literally dissolved the trial in front of you. How amazing would it be to see that rather than to step back and to give in? I am kind of obsessed with this passage. Really, last week, it was really, really on my heart. But thanks be to God, 1 Corinthians 15, 57, who gives us the victory through Our Lord Jesus Christ, the victory is yours. Okay. It is yours. No matter how hard it is, if God has called you to it, if God is 
ask you to do it, if he has confirmed to you, this is the way that I want you uh, to go, then the victory is 100% yours, okay? The victory is yours. The victory, repeat that to yourself. The victory is yours. Satan is probably telling you right now, it's too hard. You can't do it. Just give in. It'll be so easier. What if God has something else greater or better for you? Did God really say that? Do you see how how, um, Satan's dialogue in, in your mind combats the victory is yours? God is really succinct in what he says. Victory is yours. And Satan comes in with about a hundred different reasons why the victory is not yours and a hundred different reasons to combat the victory. He doesn't want you to have it. So it says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 58 says this, therefore, since we have the victory, pumpkin, listen up. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain. Be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Steadfast, steadfast, steadfast. There's something beautiful about a couple that's been married for 75 years. 50, my goodness, these days, 15. There's something beautiful about it. We see them, you know, you see them on the Hallmark cards when you go to Target or wherever it is and you pick up your card and there's like, you know, two elderly lovers holding hands. Why is it so beautiful? Because they've been steadfast, immovable. They haven't budged. It's naive to think that a couple can make it 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years and never have a problem that causes them to think, man, I really wish I would have married someone else. That's naivety. It's naive. The thing that's so beautiful about the elderly couple holding hands is you know that they've been through a lot and through it, they have, they have forged together rather than been torn apart. They were steadfast. They were immovable. It's something beautiful about seeing a pastor that's been at his church for 40 years. Now, as someone in ministry, oh my goodness, Satan will take his little trial stick and he will beat you to death with that thing, especially if you are in the top leadership of any time of ministry because you wrestle against flesh and blood. You do not wrestle against flesh and blood, against principalities and powers. And I'm telling you, we need to pray for our pastors because he is uh, attacks them on a regular basis. But there's something beautiful about a pastor celebrating 40 years, 30 years, 20 years in ministry. Why? Because we've seen them be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that their toil is not in vain in the Lord, there's something so incredibly beautiful. I, you know, I can't even hang out with older men. I mean, and, and I don't, this is going to come out weird, but, um, I, I love to sit down with an elderly man and I love 
to just kind of ask them questions about their life and about leading their family and about leading their wife. And, and, you know, there's something about a grandpa that I just really love. Why are we so endeared to the older generation? Because if they, um, if they have come out, uh, especially if they're Christians still praising the name of the Lord, that steadfast, that immovable spirit is something that we want for ourselves. Being steadfast in the Lord takes the mindset of knowing that we have the victory no matter what. And we want it. We want to be that couple. My husband and I have been married 13 years and it's almost 13 years, not quite. In about two, two or three months, we'll be married um, 13 years. And when we hit five years, people were like, whoa, five years, that's a lot. And I literally laughed out loud. Are you kidding me? Is that what our culture has come to? Five years? You know, when we hit 10 years, they were like, oh my goodness, I can't believe you guys have been married 10 years. That's amazing. And I want to just take our culture and kind of shake it a little bit and say, you know what? Victory is ours. Have we faced challenges? Absolutely. But we know that God calls us to be steadfast, immovable. Our toil is not going to be in vain if it is in the Lord. So I am calling us, if you are listening to me today, to be steadfast. What are you working on today? I'm wondering that. What are you working on? Are you um, working towards something that God has told you to do? Well, if you've started, Satan has already told you to quit. It, you know, it starts about the day. Satan starts telling you that about the day that you start and quit. It's not reaching anyone. Really? You think you're that smart? You, you, whatever lie Satan has told you that you will believe, he will feed. What are you working on today? And you're already thinking, oh, man, I ha we had someone that volunteered for our ministry and she didn't even start. She didn't even start. And uh, she called one of our staff members and was like, I haven't even started yet. And I don't know why I already think I can't do it. And we're like, because Satan doesn't want you to be steadfast in the work of the Lord. He wants you to quit. Let me tell you this. If you're going to quit, don't commit. If you are going into a marriage and you are thinking, oh, you know, um, divorce is absolutely an option. I mean, if, you know, 10 years, it gets fat or whatever. Um, I'm absolutely going to divorce him. Don't commit to that. Especially if you're a believer, because you bear in your body the mark of Jesus Christ. And we need people that are going to be steadfast and movable, that are going to be a testimony to King Jesus. We do not need quitters anymore. You have to be resolute. You have to have tenacity in your thinking when God asks you to do something. Don't commit. Don't commit. Do you understand that when you commit and, and you know, I'm, I used to be like this, too, I would commit and then I'd be like, oh, this is so hard or oh, I don't want to go to that meeting or whatever it is. And after two weeks, I would quit, too. So I've already lived this. God has really grown me in this area in a, in a large way. Um, but do you understand that when you commit to things, people count on you? Who am I talking to today? I love you. But people are counting on you and counting on your commitment. 
So if you feel like you can't, don't commit. When we um, interview people for our team, uh, our HR director really tells them, listen, it is going to be hard. You're going to do a lot of hard. I know it looks fun. Women's ministry, you know, sometimes um, people have the perception that it's cushy or something like that. But you know what? Our mission statement is to spiritually challenge the way women think. And if we're spiritually challenging the way women think and we're putting that all out on a daily basis, you better believe that Satan does not want us to do that. So he will come guns blazing at anyone associated with what we do. So our HR director has this down pat. And you know, it's really interesting. Once he sort of changed his talk track um, with with the, the new inquiries, people are like, oh, wow, it's going to be that hard. Oh, wait, I'm not ready to commit at that level. And what boggles my mind is that they will come to us and say, God told me to do it. But as soon as we tell them that it is going to be challenging, they'll send us an email and say, God told me not to do it. I don't mean for me to be kind of hammering you guys today, but I just want to change your perspective a little bit. Are you using God today as your excuse? Because you know the name of God holds weight. But God has nothing to do with what you're saying. God told me to marry him. God told me to divorce him one year later. God told me to help out. God told me not to help out one month later. God told me to lead in the church. I have to work on my marriage first. Oh, nope. God told me not to lead in the church. We are using God. Just talking to you like a mama. I love you. We are using God today as almost manipulation. So when God tells you something, I am going to ask you to pray about it, to do it, and to be steadfast and immovable through it. Because if God has truly told you to marry that person or to help out and or to start that business or to lead in the church or to discipline your children differently than you already are. If God has truly told you to do it, then he will make you because of his victory that he gave us through Christ Jesus. He will make you steadfast, immovable. Uh, um, He will change your perspective to one that gives in to one that steps up. We need people stepping up, not stepping back, stepping up into the call of God and not falling when it gets hard and stepping back. If he has told you to do it, he will sustain you through it and he will make you steadfast and movable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil, precious one, is not in vain in the Lord. I want to go over 
to James here for the remaining time that we have. And I know I'm kind of beating a dead horse here, but I just, I see this is such a problem, such a problem that I feel like someone needs to say it. And it's okay if, um, if, if maybe you don't even like to hear it, but somebody needs to say, be bold, stand your ground. And, um, James 1, it says this, James, a bondservant of God, of the Lord, to the 12 tribes who are dispersed, broad greetings. Consider it joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. That's what we are lacking in our culture, endurance. We don't have it. We have the give up mentality. We have the, I'm going to go follow someone else. I'm going to go to a different church. We don't have endurance. But you know what? If you stand firm in the midst of trials that God brings you, he produces this in you. Trials is, we talked about uh, the bruise being beautiful last week. Trials is actually one way that he develops character that nothing else will getting a 400 likes on your Facebook post is not going to produce endurance a tri- like a trial will um, he says celebrate it celebrate it because when God tells you to do something and he tells you to step out and and um, marry that person take that role in the church discipline your children differently love your husband differently um, God, Satan will see that And he'll want to combat it. And God will allow certain trials, but he does it in order to produce something out of it. So James is saying right here, consider it joy because the testing of your faith produces. When you start something and it is hard, if you stand firm and you're steadfast and immovable, it will produce endurance. And my goodness, our culture needs this endurance and let endurance have its perfect results so that you will be perfect complete, lacking nothing. Well, if being perfect, complete, lacking nothing is an option. He's saying the way to become that way is through facing trials that produce endurance. But any, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given him. But he must ask in faith without doubting, for the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For the man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being double-minded, unstable in all his ways. I want to just, for the next couple of seconds, we need endurance. I don't, you know, (laughs) I'm... (laughs) Certainly, perfection is (laughs) far from me. I'm striving towards being more like my Savior. But if standing and looking at trials and it producing endurance is me, is going to get me closer to being like my Jesus, you know what? I'm going to do it. I I think one of the things that we have to understand is that if we're asking God for things in this passage, we ask in faith without doubting for the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. And this is what I'm seeing. We're asking God for great things. But then when trials come, we're allowing ourselves to be tossed to and fro. God, I want wisdom. Please give it to me. 
But then when a big wave comes, then when a big win, we find ourselves being tossed back uh, to and fro. And the Bible says right here, it says, um, for that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being double-minded, unstable in all his ways. We ask big. But if a wind or a wave comes and knocks us down, we stop asking or we quit. The Bible says we're unstable. I want to move us from being unstable to being stable, firmly planted, immovable. Because our victory is in the Lord. I know this might be convicting and I, and, and I hope, I hope it is to some point I want, I I need, we need our Christian culture to stop being unstable and stop being tossed to and fro. I'll commit. No, I won't. I'll help out. No, I won't. When it doesn't serve you because we're about the work of the Lord. Let's be steadfast. Let's be immovable. Help out. I mean, there's nothing like a leader um, that has someone that'll stay in the test of time with them. I'm telling you what, some of the people on my team that have been on my team for the duration of our ministry, man, they are priceless to me because we've been through some hard, th- hard times. Do not quit. I love you guys. I say all this in love. God preached it to me first. I'll see you next time right here on the Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on Christian Talk Radio, The Word, 100.7 FM.